Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Welcome aboard our January 28th and 29th edition of Tech Talk for 2023, final one of this month. This is the second week of Chinese Lunar New Year. Gong Hei Fa Choi. If you're listening to us on Saturday morning, we are live. If you're listening to us on Sunday afternoon, we are rebroadcast just before they close off the streets in Chinatown for the Lion Dance Parades. They're going to have more lions than they've ever had before. And we'll have a podcast for you as well if you can't listen to all of the show at any one time but want to catch up. Lots of useful information, including some new things you can do, some security things to pay attention to, and some new features that are coming. We this weekend is myself, Alan Perry, and... David Jones from uh, Your Technology Solution. And also back with us... I'm Brian Pavlich, it's your Tech Talk producer. Daddy! Uh, (laughs) I didn't expect Alan to call me daddy, but yes, I am now a father. Yeah. And has your life indeed turned upside down? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um... I, yeah, I, <laughs> I thought I was like, I'm going to have trouble putting words together after having three weeks off. So, uh, and you're uh, not saying baby words either. No, <laughs> not yet. Uh, no, things are good. Everybody's healthy. You know, we had a bit of a complicated birth and the recovery has been um, extended for, you know, mom mm-hmm. and baby. And so it's, you know, it's been a little harder than we expected. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, everybody's healthy and recovering and like he's recovering at such an amazing rate. Um, it's just great. Um, he's a lot of fun. You know, we still don't have a name. I was going to say, you were saying he. <laughs> yes, we know. Yeah. Well, we knew it was a he all along. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, we have. So, so vital statistics give you 30 days since the since the baby's born. And, I didn't know that. And then after that, they, they say we may issue a $27 fine, which is just like paying for the option to take time. Right. But so we're considering that our deadline. So we have a week left or, or yeah, I guess eight yeah, days now. Three weeks ago today. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and he was born at 8 a.m. on the dot. I was like, oh, I could go straight to Tech Talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, I had been up all night. Even, actually, there was this weird, like, science fiction moment where I was in complete delirium from being up all night, and he was born, and he looked just like baby me, this lanky, little, big hand, yeah. big feet baby. Wow. And I was like, oh, it's baby Brian. Wait, who, like, who am I? <laughs> like, anyway, so. Yeah, and um, I didn't realize until you told me that it was a full moon birth, which makes maternity wards go a little nuts. Oh, it's insane. Yes, it's yeah. very much a thing. For days afterwards, they were talking about that being one yeah. of the worst ones. Amazing um, staff there, though, eh? Yes, yes. Uh, I will say that building, that we forget getting a new museum, we need a new hospital so badly. This is the birthing hospital yeah. for so far reaching. Yeah. And it is, the building is sorely lacking. The staff really go to bat and they're great. But the facility is 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 bad. So, like, let's you know vote on that next time. Speaking um, of voting, so you're down to how many names to oh, choose yes. from? Uh, there's two. We're we're down to two. We each kind of have our favorite, and we're we're just kind of waiting for a sign. Out. Yeah, yeah. Like we had a friend who um, took was taking the 30 days, and it was like two days from the end that it clicked, and it was like this is it. This is the name. So we just haven't quite had that moment yet. It's going to last for a lifetime, so, so it's, a, it's a big choice. If you yeah. want to go to shownotes.ca, for those of you that haven't already looked, if you scroll down, there is a new temporary section that we've added to the notes. It starts at item number 30. We'll talk about this baby tech from Brian, because he and June have learned lots in the last three weeks. But just below the third item there, you will see an awesome little picture of Brian with the the new baby who looks cute as heck. Yeah, a little guy using his uh, baby ninja grip on my pinky there. Yeah, that's one of the first <laughs> things that developed. So I'm glad everything's worked out okay. Have you become reacquainted with sleep yet? Uh, 
A little bit, yeah. Juna takes the brunt of it, and and she is such a trooper and such a good mom. And I'm, you know, she's the perfect person in the world to be doing this with because of the feeding, right? Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> More than that, reasons that she's yeah. the perfect mom, but it's because of the feeding that she has to be up the most. So she takes off one cycle a night when I can bottle feed him, and um, and then we track that all with these amazing apps that we're using. So it, I can say, oh yeah, how much did he eat this last time? And you know, oh, he's probably hungry because he only ate this much yeah. this time. And um, yeah, we track his weight, and we don't use the diaper feature. We just change them whenever it happens. We don't need to log everyone. <laughs> yeah, David, when I was talking to Brian last night, and I jokingly said, so what have you learned? And he, you actually suggested a bunch of things. So I said, well, mm. let's put him in the show notes for other prospective parents down there. So baby check from Brian, items 30, 31, and 32. Um, one that you highly, the two of you highly recommend, Snoo, S-N-O-O, Smart Bassinet from Happiest Baby? Yeah, it's like a very sleek and beautiful bassinet. Um, but the, you know, the big thing that it does is it has, it has sensors to tell when your baby is like squirming or crying. Uh, and then it has a speaker under the bass, yeah. ba- the bottom of the bassinet under their head. And it plays like white noises kind of simulating in, in utero sounds that they would hear. Um, and then it also r- rocks and has different levels of rocking and it can increase intensity to rock a baby back to sleep. So it's, yeah. you know, can extend their good quality sleep time. Um, but it also has features where like if they're in, like if, especially if they're in the other room or something and he keeps crying, it will, you'll get a notification on your phone saying like, okay, we've been rocking him, but he's, you know, he yeah. maybe he needs his diaper changed. You can't okay. just rock him out yeah. of that. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> So that's the good thing that we were worried. We're like, well, we want, don't want this thing to just keep rocking him back, trying to rock him back to sleep yeah. if he actually needs something. Yeah. Um, so I like that they have that feature. Um, they're not cheap. The snooze I going. thought you were kidding when you told me that this was $2,000. Yes. Wow. So we would, <laughs> we were not in a position, we were not going to buy a new yeah. one, but you only need them for so long. So Six months. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So a lot of them are just bought and then resold on Use Victoria. We found a woman that had a, had bought, you know, brand new one from last yep. year and all the fixing, all all the different yep. like um swaddles that you put them in mm-hmm. and she was selling it for a thousand, which was just a steal. Yep. So, you know, we were the and first then one in a few months. We'll flip it. I mean, yeah. frankly, we could sell it for more than that, but I'd like to pass it along. Yeah. So, you know, okay. basically, you know, versus renting or buying or other stuff, like yeah. these ones retain their value and, you know, even if you lose a hundred dollars on yeah. it or something, it's a good option. So, you know, don't don't necessarily buy the new one, but go look yeah. for used if you can, because people are having babies all the time and they need to be rocked. Yeah. On the other hand, if maybe you know somebody or somebody who's important to you is about to have a baby, maybe a bunch of you could chip in and buy them. This yeah. is well. So Snoo, S-N-O-O. I put a link into the show notes because I had to learn about it. It's <laughs> item number 30 in the show notes. You will find it there at the Snoo Smart Barsonet. And with that... Um, David, Brian, and Juna are using something I hadn't heard of, the Hatch Rest Light and Hatch sleep app have you heard of either one no okay well you get to play professor brian so tell us about this yeah the hatch rest looks kind of like a little like volcano it looked like a lava lamp if people remember though from the 70s before you were born (laughs) um it looks like a lava lamp without the pretty patterns yeah but it's white yeah and then it projects whatever color on it so you can change a bunch of colors and i think it has like a dozen different uh white noise yeah. features you can play and the app is really you know you can only kind of cycle through them by tapping it but the app is where it gets really good because you can set degrees of brightness down to the percent so you can have it down at one percent for just a little glow mm-hmm. and the volume is just as adjustable it gets really loud um so but then it can be across the room and it can really feel fill the, no- yeah. the room with some white noise um okay. that one's been really helpful um and the, it says one i really actually like is there's crickets and a washing machine 
and you hear like the laundry tumbling is one of the white noises, but I, I really? think that's one of my favorites. And like, and just like water for you or for babbling. Baby? Oh, for me. Oh. Yeah. I think he doesn't appreciate crickets as much where I grew up. There was lots of like crickets yeah. around. And so I'm so used to hearing that at night, but it's a, I think it's a different frequency. He seems to like the lower stuff and the crickets is quite high. Okay. Oh, I'll also add, we've been doing a lot of, um, like white noise on the TV. Like there's always white noise playing like babbling yeah. brook or, you know, sn- yeah. like snowy day, wind. Channel, and, like yeah, that, yeah, I found, I have a favorite one that's just like, and 4K, obviously, like it looks so yeah. good with the frame. It's like a, a, a window into yes. this world with this high K, you know, just slow TV style mm-hmm. nature footage and these beautiful sounds. So we have that going all the time and I, I'll include my favorite in the show notes here. Yeah, it's we, we coming for me too. Yeah, yeah, I put yeah. that when I'm working away, yep. Uh, and the other one that goes with it, um, again, so that's the Hatch Rest Light and Hatch Sleep App. Uh, and the free uh, sleep app can be found on both the Apple and Android app stores. Let's link to 31. And 32 is a free Hatch Baby app, which helps you keep track of all your baby's most important growth and health data. Yes. Uh, so you just, and we learned the way to do this is you don't create separate accounts. You just create one account and you sign in. Uh, on, with the other user. Okay. I think it was <laughs> one of the apps wanted, it was complicated sometimes. Right. If you created a second account, it kicked the person out. Oh, and okay. Anyway, but... Uh, so what do you use it, it to track? Yes, okay. So the important things are you can track like it's the baby's weight, the diaper changes, you know, when they're, they've had breast milk or formula, or mm-hmm. you can even track like left and right breast, how much, for, how much is yeah. he getting out of each, uh, you know, how long he was feeding, um, and then, so this is really valuable because in the night we'd be like texting each other, like, okay, he had this much <laughs> at this much time and this, but yeah. now we just, it's in it's one place turn. Yeah. we can sign in and you can see for the day what his daily totals are. And it's just so much easier to track. It's so, you know, like if yeah. June is taking a nap and I'm like, oh, I don't know when he asked eight, like you should I prepare a big mm-hmm. bottle for him, this and that. Like, that's a good so idea. That's a really good one. That one's it's coming super handy. I thought I'd vaguely heard of that, David, and it turns out that was featured on Shark Tank. That's where they got oh, the funding no, very to take cool. this out. So it's, a, again, Hatch Baby app on iPhones and Android, and that's linked in item number 32 in the show notes. Yeah, so that's, those are some of our favorite ones, and um, I'm sure we'll have more kind oh, of yes, as we go here. But uh, yeah, that's some of the, some of the you know, most useful tech yeah. we've had so far. Well, congratulations to you and Juna. Thanks for sharing. I yes. know that's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It's turned your life upside down, but Ooh. more so. <laughs> it's true. Yes. Thank you for, like, Alan, you've been so great and, you know, being supportive and checking in. Oh. And, and we've, I've had lots of, great, um, you know, well wishes. And yeah. I'm sorry that I, there's many people I haven't responded to. I've had to just kind of unplug and, like, this is my world. Like, I can't, I just can't focus yeah. on my email inbox and stuff right now. But uh, thanks to you to everybody that, you know, has sent these wishes along. I've, I've tried to at least scan over them and read them. So. I have a list of people that want you to come and tutor with them. So that was the other question. No pressure at all oh, because yes. baby is number one, but... I had originally said, you know, four weeks after the birth, um, and I'm thinking that's going to be eight now, just uh, given the way things are going, and and yep. it's hard to imagine <laughs> being back. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a graduated return, but uh, I've, I have a few appointments in February that I'm I'm yep. gonna hold. But other than that, I'm gonna we're gonna start booking in the second week. week pardon me, the second week of March. Yeah. So you'll see that Brian's. Uh, being to, being available as a tutor is off the show notes. So, David, that means you're going to have to, particularly for the Mac people, you're going to have to step up and do some more of those. Yeah, no problem. I, there's always room for more. Yeah, you helped a really nice couple this week who got their old Mac replaced and got it all set up and got their files all transferred over. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was uh, yeah. They're they're quite happy with the, with the new machine and uh, it was a. 2021 build, so it came with Monterey, and I was able to upgrade it to the latest uh, Ventura at the same time. So, 
Speaking of which, we're going to take a break, but when we come back on Tech Talk, we'll open up the phone lines, texts, and, and emails, and I'll give you those numbers in a sec, but we do have some important news for you if you have any Apple devices made, not just in the past six years, but in the past, believe it or not, ten years. Apple has got some very important security updates, so they've even found a way to make some of them work on devices that they would normally not help anymore. So we'll do that. But when we come back after the break, we'd love to be able to help you with anything tech-related. Star 1070 will connect you on a mobile phone. 250-386-1161 on a home phone. You can text us anywhere in Canada, 1070-107010. If you do text, please include your first name somewhere at the beginning or end of the text. You can also use email, techtalk, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K, at cfax1070.com. 21 after the hour as we roll on for our final Tech Talk of January of 2023. Very fast month, even faster for Brian. <laughs> if you have an iPhone or iPad made in the past six years, David, Apple has released an important update, iOS, iPad OS 16.3. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very important to keep up to date on those uh, just, uh, just because there's so much bad stuff that goes on out there. Apple doesn't make a big deal about what they're fixing. They talk about the new features, but this one does fix 13 security issues, including three that can be chained together to allow a hacker to potentially gain control of your iPhone. So it's worth updating as soon as you can. Um, It's a fairly hefty update, about 600 megs, Brian. Takes about 15 minutes to do, so don't do it if you have (laughs) something, if you have an important phone call from your mummy coming in or something like that. So, But do please do it right away. It just I had forgot last night just even to up, it's not even done preparing the update and I clicked start when we started the show so, yeah, 20, so yeah. I'm over 15 minutes already yeah. I'm also downloading over cell phone data it t- it does include one new feature in particular that we'll talk about in our second hour some of you may really love this and it brings the ability to use a physical security key dongle to confirm your identity oh so yeah we'll talk about that and the dongles are out so we'll talk about that in in the second hour of the show if you have an older device david these these security holes are so significant um, item five in the show notes. If you have an older, no longer supported iPhone, iPad, or Mac that can't handle the latest operating systems, Apple has released special updates to fix some of the security holes. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's really good for Apple to do that. That uh, just shows you the focus on their on their customer base that they want to keep everybody protected. Yeah, they can only fix some of the security holes because the devices are of such an age they just can't patch all of them. So if you have an older iPhone or iPad that is no longer supported, in other words, you can't update to iOS 16, Apple's put out special updates, iOS 12.5.7 if you've got a really old device, and iOS 15.7.3 if you've got a device that's just become non-supported, okay. like an I'm, iPhone 7. I'm really glad that they, they do that. They keep supporting these older operating systems and they don't just cut you off. Yes. And if you've got a Mac that cannot be updated to Ventura, Mm -hmm. it's still on Big Sur or Monterey, they've put out two special updates, Big Sur 11.7, Monterey Mm 12.6.3. Again, you're not getting all of the security updates. The device can't handle it, but they're giving you as much as, as they can. On the other hand, David, if you are on Ventura, Apple has released Mac OS Ventura update 13.2. Yeah. And so that brings security fixes, bug fixes, and again, security keys. To get the update, click on the Apple logo in the top left of your Mac screen, choose system settings, then general, 
and then go to software update and click on update now that's all linked in the show notes items one three and five uh al is calling long distance from winnipeg so oh, let's uh let's sorry not keep you waiting long. al hi there hello there guys alan hi uh, my name is spelled a-l-l-a-n but i go by al awesome <laughs> You got, well, I only have one L because my dad was Scottish. He said, don't so waste a my, letter. So, so is my grandparents are Scottish. <laughs> How can we help you, Al? Well, I phoned into your show a while, you, two or three years ago. I was looking for a day there, the Get Connected show on, in Vancouver. Yes. And I hit you by accident, so I've been listening ever since. Ah, well, thanks. Anyways, um, you were away, I believe, in Hawaii when I Brian mentioned that... Outlook was going to go away with the live mail. Or sorry, my wife uses the older Outlook part, which is her name plus at live.ca. Yeah, that I is still. Mentioned, yeah, I mentioned it was going away, but my wife uses it all the time. So yeah. does that mean that you can't get it now, but if you still have the old one, you can use it? By the That's correct. For now, um, Microsoft has just announced as part of the tech restructuring that they're eliminating 10,000 positions. So I'm guessing that's one of those things that will get shoved farther down the calendar, David. But our understanding was that they were planning to phase out the Hotmail and Live server names so yeah it's understandable because it's uh you know they've been around for a while they're on an older set of servers you know and they'd like to be able to phase those out and bring everybody on board to have you know one unified platform so what we would suggest you do you don't have to get your wife to do this alice go to account.microsoft.com Anybody else that has an at hotmail.whatever or at live.whatever, go to account.microsoft.com, click on your info up in the top left, and then go to where you sign in. And you can now add an outlook.com name. And then once you've added it, once you pick your name, once you've added it, you can make that your primary account. So people can still email you at the Hotmail or the Live one you're there but that gives you time to give everybody the new address before that happens and i don't have a time frame it was yeah. on the list for pre-pandemic but then the pandemic hit they had better th- fish to fry it was on the list for later this year but now with the layoffs and everything and all the restructuring i'm guessing it's going to get shoved off yeah i remember i think it was your way i had reported that because they had you know they had said this fall yes but it just never happened there was never a peep out of them they kind of scrapped that so yeah I did ask and got told, don't know, was basically the official answer on that one. So it will happen at some point. So it's always good to do things when you have control of the timing. Right. So it's not some email that arrives and says, guess what? You've got X days. If you don't remember just the way Alan talked through it, um, look up creating a new alias for my Microsoft account. That's yep. the terminology they'll use. Yeah. Um, also, I'll just quickly mention Alan and I were talking about uh, he uses a computer to listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, on you know in Windows in a browser when he tries skipping a forward and back uh, listening on the Apple site, he then gets kicked out after out of the site after doing a few skips. Yeah. Um, so he was just looking for advice for uh, the best in browser one. I know podcast.google.com. Yeah. Is pretty handy. Yeah. Whenever you want to listen to a podcast on a browser, David, it is being streamed to you from the server at Company X. 
and therefore when you try to fast forward or rewind, it gets a headache often and can kick you out. Mm-mm. That's why it's always best to use an app. If you're going to listen on a computer, we recommend, if you're on a Mac, you would use the podcast app. It's built in. Mm-hmm. On a Windows, we recommend Grover Podcast because it seems to be the one that's the easiest to use and the most reliable. But if you're on a mobile device, then you can, again, if it's Apple, podcast app is built in. If it's Android, then you can use the Google Podcasts app. You can use pretty well any podcast app that's out there. Spotify has us now. Amazon Music has us. It's now syndicated. Nothing that we do. We just had to do the little geeky stuff at the beginning, and then it picks them up off the Apple Spider and rolls them all out. What happens is Brian does the magic work of taking out all the newscasts and commercial breaks. He uploads it to SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast picks it up from there, and it sort of acts like the United Nations and tells all the others it's here. And then they go and find it and put it in. So that's it. But as a general rule, it's always a good idea to use an app because then the app downloads it, And then you can go fast forward, rewind, change the speed, do whatever you want. But you have control. When you listen on a browser directly, you're welcome to do that. It's clunky. And it sometimes goes, no! (laughs) And you got to start all over again. So, yeah. Yes. Okay, good point. That helps. Good to hear from you, Winnipeg Al. Thanks for listening. Back with more after CFAX News Update. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. To our second half of the Chinese Lunar New Year edition of Tech Talk. Not the second half of the show, the second half of the Chinese Lunar New Year. David, it's the year of the water rabbit. Yeah. Uh, 15-day uh, celebration. It's a good thing because yeah. uh, we've got lots of rabbits in the neighborhood that are now getting fed more yeah. than they ever have been. <laughs> so, yes, so the year that, so yeah, as you've been hearing on the news, if you're listening to us on our Sunday afternoon rebroadcast, this will be happening as we, we speak. So you're welcome to go take part and then come back and pick up the show via the podcast because uh, as noon till 4 p.m. on Sunday Streets around Chinatown will be closed for the Dragon Dances. This is a really big deal. It's quite the spectacle. It's it's awesome. We are live on Saturday morning, though. If you'd like to take part in the show, we'd love to help you. You can text us, email us, or call us on the phone. Us is myself, Alan Perry. David Jones is here. He is the owner of Your Technology Solution out in Sydney, where I now live. And Brian's back with us. Brian Pavlicic is back uh, celebrating being a new daddy. So if you want to call and say hi and congratulate him as well, that will work. You're getting some calls of congratulations. Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big new world. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a home phone. 107010 by text. Uh, we were mentioning, David, about the fact that there's the security updates for iPhones and iPads and Macs. Because these security holes that they've patched, God bless them for finding them and patching them, are so significant, Apple has also put out security updates for all its other devices. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice to see that Apple recognizes the fact that uh, they still have a huge customer base on older devices and are continuing yep. to support them going forward. So if you have an Apple Watch, if you have an Apple TV, if you have a HomePod, there are also updates for you. They fix bugs and they fix security holes. And I put the links not only about what the fixes are, but also how to do the updates. That's item number four in your Tech Talk show notes, again at shownotes.ca. The other big news of the week, the proposed $26 billion buyout of Shaw by Rogers now needs only the approval of the Federal Minister of Innovation, Science, and Technology. 
From the I told you so file, the Federal Court of Appeal this week threw out the competition commissioner's last-ditch attempt to block the deal. In fact, there was an interesting quote from the lead judge, quoting or not channeling Yoda. He said, close this was not. <laughs> Basically said their decision was a very easy one. Yes. Oh, that's great. That, yeah. that seems so petty, that last decision. Or, yeah. Yeah. So Rogers and Shaw extended their deadline to close the deal till January 31st. That's its coming Tuesday. Innovation Minister Champagne says he's not going to be rushed into approving the deal. Whether or not he'll do that before Tuesday or make them spend more money on interest payments just because he can, we'll find out. So stay tuned. It's coming. That ties into a couple uh, emails that you've got there, David, from, from people and questions that we've got on text as well. Yeah, you know, we've uh, we've got one here from uh, from Jim, and he's saying, you know, regarding the possible, po- sorry, possible Rogers Shaw deal, uh, he wants to know if the, what might happen to the Shaw Mobile customers that have zero dollar plan, uh, which is unlimited calling and texting in Canada. Yeah, and we've also got one here from John up in Ladysmith. Hi, John. He says, you've done a great job of keeping us up to date regarding the status and expected outcomes of the pending buyout, but we have Shaw Mobile by the month with data by the gig. Will these plans and prices be locked in as well, or will Rogers be free to change the plans and pricing as they see fit? We don't know that. When the minister approves the deal, that may be Brian, that could be a condition that there will be some amount of price protection for people that are not under contract. Yeah. Don't know. It's a, that's a really tough one to expect someone to take on a $0 plan. That was an yep. addition to like another plan, and especially because we're separating them. Mm-hmm. The home services will be separate from the yes. Shaw Mobile services, so there's not really that bundle anymore. Yeah. Well, it'll probably get rebundled very quickly because, again, and this is the thing that a lot of people have been asking us in terms of specific. Once the Rogers buyout of Shaw is approved, Shaw Mobile customers will become Rogers Mobile customers. Mm-hmm. Shaw Home customers will become Rogers customers they will then presumably offer you a bundle at a discount. Okay. Yeah. So, and everybody on the Shaw Mobile will be switched onto the Rogers 4G 5D network, which is faster and has much better coverage. So there's a win right there. Oh, did, sorry. I must miss something either sleep deprived or you because busy, I haven't been paying attention. Having a baby. So they're not, so like Videotron is not taking Videotron, Shaw Mobile anymore? No, no. Shaw Mobile oh. <laughs> is going to Rogers. Oh, okay. Freedom Mobile will become customers of Videotron under the brand name Fizz because they need F-I-Z-Z because they needed a word that worked in French and English because Videotron is in Quebec. Mm. So they will also be shifted onto the faster, more robust Rogers 5G network for up to 10 years to give Videotron time to build their own national network. Oh, yes. I still like that part. But okay. So now the Shaw Mobile is bundled over. So, okay. But in terms of the $0 plan, the $10 mm. plan, the $25 plan, we don't know. What we do know is that if you're a Freedom Mobile customer, your rates will drop by at least 20%. The minister said, I will not approve this deal unless, Videotron, you agree to offer the same rates that you're offering in Quebec mm. across Canada to Freedom Mobile customers. And they said, okay. That's, a, that's <laughs> another win. Yes, so there's yeah. another win. That one is very good for consumers. Yeah. So again, a lot of the other stuff, the devil is going to be in the details and there's going to be a lot of details. So once the minister signs off on this in the coming days, maybe weeks, then presumably Rogers will say, hey, welcome to our universe. Here's how things are going to work. Yep. And all those questions will be answered. 
So we're still waiting for a whole lot of questions. But those are the ones that we do know. Shaw Mobile becomes Rogers Mobile. Freedom Mobile becomes Fizz, which is the brand of Videotron. But both will be on the Rogers network because Videotron needs a few years to build out 5G networks across Canada. Do we have an idea if Rogers is going to throttle, though? Is it going to be this? Oh, yes, it's 5G, but we only give you 100 megabits. Details. Yes. There's, okay. Yeah, we don't so have we could have yet. a long... No, but it's a really good question. That's all the stuff that we're, that we're waiting for. There's going to be a lot of questions, so stay tuned. Keep asking the questions. We'll let you know as soon as we find out. By the way, Bell and Virgin Plus are raising roaming rates again, just in time for spring break. Effective March 9th, USA roaming will jump a buck to $13 a day, while international roaming will jump a dollar to $16 a day, David. Yeah, you know, please, please, please use the eSIM feature of the uh, of, of the iPhone and the secondary SIM card for Android phones and get local plans, which are going to be a lot cheaper than thirteen and sixteen dollars a day. Yeah, and uh, and I'll give you an example of this because a, a couple that go down to Mexico for a few months that I was helping Chuck and Marilyn, we've been texting back and forth. They put the Aerolo app, Brian, that we talked about on there. Yeah. And I said, the one thing you need to understand, um, that once you do that, you're going to get tons of data, ridiculously cheap rates in Mexico, but you're not going to get any phone calling. They go, oh, wait, how do we phone people? And I said, well, if they have an iPhone, like you, FaceTime, mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, Signal, what if we have to phone an actual phone number? You've got your Skype. You get 60 minutes a month with your Microsoft 365 of phoning around the world. So for anybody that doesn't have a smartphone or a tablet, mm-hmm. you can always do that. Don't you get a different number with the SIM? You do, but it's a phantom number. You can't actually make phone calls. This, the oh. Aerolo plan provides you with really ton- buckets of really fast data. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it. Yeah. That was not possible. I thought some of the options... There are the a couple countries could. in Europe where you can get okay. an add-on of there that will include phone calls, but they gotcha. go, why? So it's all really fast data, so mm-hmm. that's it. So um, so they've been working through that. That's worked really well. Um, and Chuck it was kind of understandably paranoid because they'd previously had their bank account hacked. Nothing to do with this yeah. in Mexico, so they're kind of concerned. So he sent me one. He sent me an email or text on Signal, actually, and I thought I would share this with you. I said, hi, I have to get into my TD bank account to transfer some money. Would it be safer to sign on while we're at a friend's place who have their own internet or wait to sign on when we check into a hotel in Moralia? Well, my, I would use my friend's internet over hotel internet. I would never do banking on hotel yeah. internet. Even no. better, you're on Aerolo. You have like 50 gigs of data. Mm. Use your cellular data. It's going to be faster, and it's the most secure. Cellular data, in the pecking order of security, cellular data is number one. Wi-Fi you trust, i.e. a relative or a friend's place, if you trust them, is number two. Public Wi-Fi, hotel Wi-Fi, restaurant Wi-Fi, uh-uh-uh-uh, not for doing anything financial. Exactly. That's the big key. So that's the whole point of doing that. So yeah, so if you're going to be going traveling and you don't want to be paying $13 a day or $16 a day, this is only Bell and Virgin Plus that are raising their rates for now. Every time this has happened in past years, the next week, one of the others does it. And the next week, the other one does it. And so within a few weeks, they've all raised their rates. They wouldn't be doing this, David, if people weren't using the service. They're trying to see how high can they go before you get fed up. Yeah. 
doesn't matter what what carrier you're on. You're still mm-hmm. better off doing the eSIM. Yeah, and know, it's not that hard. Chuck and Marilyn are a classic example. They were kind of understandably nervous because this was a big new thing. I said, mm-hmm. you go and get the Aerolo app. You see the price right now before you leave to go where you're going, in their case, Mexico. Yep. You sign up, and when you land in Mexico, it says, hola, welcome. You're now on Carrier X. Does Airlo is it an in-app purchase through Airlo, or do you still get directed and have to purchase through that other provider? It's an in-app purchase That's, on an iPhone. That certainly, I mean, that even helps too yeah. with security. Yeah. yeah, it's on on an iPhone. It's done right through your through your Apple uh, account. Perfect. On an Android phone, it's done through the Google Play account. Okay. So no. That, yeah, that's another it, yeah. plus. Yeah. And the good thing about Aerolo, and we do not get paid anything by any of these companies to say this, we just try to find the thing that's the most useful for you and the least stressful. They not only offer country-by-country service, like Mexico, they also offer regional, like Latin America, so if you're going to bounce between countries, or Europe, they offer one that covers all of Europe. except Except for the UK, because of Brexit. Mm. You need a separate one for the UK. So there you go. A-I-R-A-L-O. It's in the travel tech tips portion of our show notes. There's a separate tab you'll find for travel tech tips, and that information is in there. Okay, quick break. Back with more. We'd love to help you. Text, phone calls, or emails are welcome on Saturday morning while we're live. Star 1070 on a mobile phone, 250-386-1161 on a home phone, or 107010. Include your name if you text. As we continue on on Tech Talk, got some really good information here. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy Saturday. Welcome back, Brian, and congratulations to you and your wife with your little boy. Enjoy as much as you can. They grow up fast. Yes, yeah. I mean, you already see it. (laughs) (laughs) We had three weeks. That's from Mike. Alan, can you point me in the right direction where to find your PDF document explaining Google's tracking of our personal info with or without our consent? Okay, that's in the show notes. Um, but it's in last year's show notes, so let me pull that out, and I'll put that back into this week's uh, show notes. I'll put it into a PDF called Understanding the Cloud. Um, oh, that's you, not the Contra Chrome? You think there's that the one he was talking about? That would probably be the best one, yes. Uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, just go to Contra Chrome, all one word, ContraChrome.com. And then once you go there, if you scroll down on the right, you can download the PDF. It's in a cartoon style. David, it's the fellow that was hired to do the cartoon for Google employees when Chrome first came out, low those many years ago. Right. And once he realized what it did, he went, I'm not doing this anymore. And he got hired by the same people that created the Signal app to do an update last year. And he had no idea how much stuff they had done to. You will not believe it, even if you're a big lover of Chrome and Gmail. When you read this, your eyes are going to get big. When you hover over something, but don't click on it, on Chrome, it captures that. Wow. Yeah, it captures that you looked at it. It's amazing. When you sign out of the browser specifically so it will not track you, they silently sign you back in. Oh, jeez. It's called the Omni Box. Yeah, things that I did not know and I thought I knew a lot. So again, ContraChrome.com, all one word. It's, uh, they, I wonder if some, they're blocking it. I can't get it to load. Really? The link, you know, you can Google it and it shows up in the search results, but neither of the links will load. And if you type it in, I just stall out every time typing in the URL. Very interesting. Okay, yeah. well, I put the Contra Chrome into um, as a PDF, so I will put that back in the show notes. So bear with me. I'll do that uh, during the news break at the end. Yes, you're right. Uh, that one is do that. So another question here um, from Tracy. 
I may switch to TELUS when Roger Shaw deal goes through, as I currently have a TELUS home phone. Who provides mobile for TELUS? TELUS. TELUS. TELUS Mobile. So, yes, and I suspect that TELUS and Bell will both offer bundles, although Bell cannot offer the Internet bundle because they don't provide that service here in, in Western Canada. But TELUS will definitely say, hey, if you're fed up, want to switch because of all this stuff, they'll offer some incentive to do that. What are your thoughts about their cable and internet? P.S. Love your show. Thank you, Tracy. So, yeah, TELUS and Shaw, now going to become Rogers, they're both cutting edge, spending billions of dollars to stay on top of the, of the latest technology. Um, Shaw, now Rogers, has been ahead of TELUS in terms of speed. Uh, in terms of the flexibility of their devices, not a lot, but it's a, we always want the competition, Brian. That's a big part of what this is about. Yep. We want to make sure that they're looking at each other and doing faster. Rogers got up to six gigabytes this summer in Toronto, uh-huh. and they're rolling out a 20 gigabyte. That's just insane speeds. Wow. We're on one and a half. Is, is Rogers the... Um what do they tell us call it? It's like parallel speeds. It's like if you pay for gig down, you also get gig up. Whereas t- on Shaw, you often pay for gig down and you get like 100 up speed. Yeah. I got to do some more homework on that. And that's yeah. one of those many questions of what are we going to get out here? Because sure. Rogers, in effect, inherits the, tel- the, the Shaw infrastructure. All yep. those wires, those boxes. Everybody, if you're on Shaw now, your TV boxes, your internet boxes, Rogers is fully compatible on that. So they're inheriting that infrastructure. Sure. And then over time, they will mold it, shape it, update it to match their system. But so there won't yeah. be much for you to do. Like your bill will come from Rogers. But other than that, especially in the first days, almost nothing will change. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Other, other than the, the, the branding and, you know, of the logos and things like that that you're going to see on your TV. And- yes. And one of the questions is if your bill is auto paid through Shaw, do you then have to re-input that information on the Rogers system, or are they allowed to transfer that over? I don't know. Good Hopefully. Question. I would hope so, oh, but yeah, that's a but financial thing with Pat handing yeah. over customers' data, so I don't know. Uh, I learned not to assume, as my late mother said, if you assume, you make an ass out of you and me, so yeah. we'll do yeah. that one there. So in, our, in our house, you know, doing the comparison, we've, we've done, uh, you know, done Shaw, we've done Telus. The channel lineups, your content are relatively going to be the same. Mm-hmm. You know, your service speeds are going to be relatively the same of what they offer. It's all around dollars and cents. Well, also flexibility. Um, the Shaw remote is much easier to use than the TELUS long, thin optic one. One of the reasons is it has a microphone. So yeah, you sit there. Curve. Yeah, and you just simply say, watch Netflix, watch YouTube, watch CNN, yeah. record the latest episode of Jeopardy. It's a much easier interface. And that's not Shaw. That's Comcast in the U.S. Yeah, it's called yeah, Xfinity. Their, their technology, yeah. Shaw and Rogers both license that. So that's Damn. one of the things. But now that Rogers is going to be that much bigger as part of this, one would think that TELUS would look at updating their system and coming out mm. with a, a more friendly one. Both, both companies do a great job and offer great deals to new customers. Both companies... Existing company, uh, sorry, existing customers take a back seat and don't get the same yes. benefits. You have to push them hard to try and get some. I've been know, a loyal customer pricing. for 27 years. Well, good for you. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of the attitude. <laughs> we'll see if that changes. Yeah. One more question. There we go. Quick break. Pack with more. 
Lots more coming up in the second half of our show. We will go through some of the... Did you know there are more than 20 streaming TV providers here in Canada? Wow. I mean, obviously Netflix, you know, Amazon, Apple TV+. Plus. There are more than 20. We will go through the ones and give you a document where you can see if you care about any of the ones that you have or don't have now. During the news, I'm going to put those links into the show notes for where you can find Contra Chrome. Also, I'm going to find the answer, Wendy, for your text. Morning, Al and the crew. Read the Rogers Shaw deal. What happens to Shaw Direct Satellite TV? Don't know. I'm going to go on. <laughs> so we are happy to admit when I don't know. Do either of you know? No, but if Rogers does not have a satellite TV division, they will soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so stay tuned. We will come up with uh, that one as well. Uh, Andy says, Fizz, who came up with that one? So Videotr- <laughs> Videotron out of uh, Quebec, based in Montreal, they are the number one uh, mobile service provider there, and they offer really good service, really good rates. As they get ready to go national, they need to come up with a brand that would work en français as well as in English, and so they came up with fizz because fizz is short for the same word that we would use for frizzante in Italian for uh, fizzy, yeah. carbonated. Yeah. Uh-oh. So, yeah, I, I, I'm with them on this one. It's not a good name in my opinion. but It's tough to find a name that works in French and English. Just give us Videotron. That was fine. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. These are things to come. Okay, stay tuned. Lot, lots more to come. Uh, if you're on the phone lines, Rhonda and Jeff, go grab a beverage. We'll be back with you in six minutes. We're also going to talk about the new self-driving vehicles that have just been authorized. You can now look away in the U.S., and it's not the brand you think it's going to be. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. This is the second half of our show for January 28th and 29th of 2023. Glad to have you along. If you're just tuning in, Brian is back. Yay! (laughs) Brian is back with baby picture down in the show notes down below his baby tech tips. Item number 32, just below that, you will see a picture there. And I might add, he looks uh, thoroughly well rested. (laughs) <laughs> yes, a, thank you for Juna, especially last night, helping me sleep a little bit so that I can put words together yeah, today. You seem quite perky today. Coffee. I love coffee. So what's the <laughs> longest sleep oh, unbroken that you've had since baby arrived three weeks ago? Probably five hours, which is pretty good. It's better. Yeah. Than, I don't know that... I know Juna hasn't had that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I think the best she maybe had was like a three-hour stretch, but... That other voice is that of David Jones. He's our Sydney-based technology tutor and owner of Your Technology Solution. And he's going to be taking on a lot more of those of you that want help with your Macs, which are my week area, because Brian's going to take a few more weeks off being daddy. Be my pleasure to do that. You will find David's contact info along with his mugshot and phone number and email address all in the show notes at shownotes.ca. All one word typed into the address bar. There's lots of useful stuff in the notes. We covered the fact that there's security updates for every Apple device out there uh, this past hour. We also covered the fact that we're expecting the signature any day now from the uh, innovation minister, which will approve the Roger Shaw buyout. I do not have the answer to your question, uh, Wendy. Uh, what happens to Shaw Direct Satellite TV? I'm searching the internet, and I can't find anything current indicating that Rogers has satellite TV. They did have in the past. It looks like it's been phased out, so... Whether they inherit as part of this, David, whether they inherit Shaw Direct or that becomes a museum piece, I don't know. 
I will reach out to Rogers PR in the coming days unless somebody knows. If you're listening to us on our on the app or somewhere on the web, somewhere in Canada where you have Rogers service, do you have satellite TV? Is that still a thing? So stay tuned on that one there. We're going to cover some of the uh, more than 20 video streaming services you have to choose from here in Canada and also uh, big news in self-driving vehicles. But first of all, Rhonda's been waiting patiently. Hi, Rhonda. Hello. Thanks for waiting. How can we help? Okay, well, I'll, I'll just make this as quick as I can. Sure. Um, uh, got, this, got these emails in my, in my spam, so I'm looking into them. Uh, coming from Cars Fast uh, Credit. Is there a known scam going around with Carfast Credit? Is, is this one telling you that you owe the money and they're sending it off to collections? Um, there, there, it was a, oh, was it second trying to get approval or something? In most cases, that's not actually a scam. It's that somebody who dealt with them gave them your email address in a typo. Their email address was presumably very similar to yours. And so they typoed it. That's probably what it is. So they're trying to send it to this other person, and it's ending up in your inbox. Okay. So now, when I hover my my thing over their email thing, which looks yeah. which kind of doesn't look great, um, it says auto-generated card visible only to you. Okay. What email address does it say it's coming from? It says it's coming from OS. 2RDZ5ZW2 at YKZDOYRIK, I think, QIB dot DGB. <laughs> yeah. So that one is going to be a scam. Yeah. Okay. That so I had three of them and they all came yeah. from the same kind of gobbledygook kind yeah. of stuff. But if you check closely, the gobbledygook will be slightly different in each case. So it's not worth trying to block it because the next one will come from slightly different gobbledygook. Yeah. Yes, yes, I know as well. Three of them actually, they're all completely different, yeah. but it's all it, it's all the same yeah. kind of thing. Okay. okay, so that one is a scam. Most of the yeah. ones from that particular company, um, I keep getting them from a um, a car rental in England, telling me okay. that my rental that my reservation is waiting for me, and okay. I've I've emailed them back in customer service saying you've got the wrong address, and so they finally, after six months, got back to me and realized that I'm Alan Perry at Outlook.com, and this is supposed to be Alan with two L's Perry at Outlook.com, and this is a oh. fellow in Birmingham. Uh. So he's probably wondering why he hasn't been getting his confirmations, and they finally... Threw, it took like six months. So that one's real. But a, a lot of these, when you get emails, very specific information addressed to your name, uh -huh. quite often it's because your name is very similar to the real person, maybe the same name, and you, you know, you're, you're, you're Rhonda Johnson 43 at gmail.com, and they're Rhonda Johnson 33 at gmail, and somebody type it up. But in your case, those ones are clearly a scam when they come from gibberish addresses. That's your key. Oh, okay, very good. All right, thank you. Yeah, nothing you yeah. can do other than delete. No use blocking them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. okay good. Thanks, Rhonda. Good to know. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah, I had a customer that uh, got one claiming to be from the Microsoft Defender team, mm. uh, and it came to undisclosed recipient. Even in the body of the email, it still referred to her as undisclosed recipient. Yeah. 
So definitely yeah. a scam. There's a new one that I've got to check out that a lady sent to me just before I came uh, to the station today, so that'll be in next week's show notes. If you get an email from the Microsoft team and you mouse over the button, or as Rhonda was doing, hold your finger, yep. and it's going to generate an email. It's not going to take you to a website. It's going to generate oh. an email called uh, do not reply dot Microsoft dot a whole bunch of other words in there. Yep. They're going to send you back a personalized reply saying, yes, you have been hacked. All you need to do is log in here, and they're going to give you the link to the fake one. So To fish you. Watch for that one in, ne- in next week's show notes. Uh, during the news break at the top of the hour there, in response to those texts, I put item number 24 in the show notes. If you want to see just how much tracking of your info Google does, you can download and read Contra Chrome. I put it all into one PDF there. If you don't use Chrome, but you use Gmail or an Android phone, more info is also in my handout called Understanding the Cloud, which gives you the very specific wording that you agree to. It's taken right from Google's terms of TOC, Terms and Conditions, and it will make your eyes open wide. So that one's in there as well. Something more positive, really useful tip here. If your phone has been updated iOS 16. This works on an iPhone or an iPad. There is now a much easier way to take a screenshot. David, we used to always have to tell people the different methods for doing a screenshot depending on which device they had. Right. Now you simply just go, hey, S, S being Siri, hey, S, take a screenshot. Yeah. Not only that, but if the reason you're taking a screenshot is to forward it to your sister who wants to know how to do something, you can also go, hey, Sess, I'm saying S instead of Siri, just in case your devices trigger. Hey, S, take a screenshot and forward it to Brian Pavlicic. And it'll do it, just like that. I'll, I'll do it right now on the air. You're not going to see anything, but you'll see it. Hey, Siri, take a screenshot and forward it to David Jones. I'm sorry. I can't do that for you. Oh, because I have no... I haven't, no, see, that's why you tried. <laughs> I hadn't unlocked my phone. Oh, yes. It's oh. on the lock screen. Hey, Siri, take a screenshot and send it to David Jones. Ready to send it? Yes, please. It's sent. Now, if you're worrying that giving her that command is going to block out the part of the screen that you want to take the screenshot, no, if you watch very closely, that command with the words, hey, S, take a screenshot and send it to, that disappears half a second before the screen flashes and takes the screenshot. If you check your phone, David, you should now have a screenshot of my of my iPhone as a text message. Yeah, you mean because it comes up with the black background and the little swirly yeah. Siri orb That there. quickly swishes out of sight, then the screen flashes, take the screenshot, and then and then it pops up. Let's see if this actually worked in there. That is in item number 23. In the sh- yes, it's here. Okay. Cool. I love when they're adding these little... Yeah, that's just one of a list of useful new things that you may not have realized have been added to that. And so I put a link to Gadget Hacks article in there. The one that I use most often is asking Siri to restart my iPhone or somebody who's having an issue and they phone me up and say, this isn't working. And I just go, ask Siri to restart your iPhone or iPad. You no longer have to fidget around with the buttons. It's an actual cold boot. You can even do that to power off your iPhone if you're going to be going away for a few days and you don't want to take it, well, or if you're going on a plane flight, things like that. If you're inside an app now, David, you can also say, what can I do here? And it will tell you the things you can do inside that app. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, 
There's a whole list of them in there. You've got you've got the handout there as well. What what are the ones that 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 struck you out of the new things? Oh, by the way, if you're British, you can say take a screen grab instead of take a screen shot. Yes, that will work as well. If you're a fan of Harry Potter, if you go down to category number five, uh, it's fun to make your iPhone do things differently. You can cast spells. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Lux, Knox, and Oh, I'm not a Harry Potter fan. A C C I O Accio. Accio, yeah. Okay, so Lux would be so Hey S Lux would turn on the flashlight. Hey S Knox would turn off the flashlight and Accio and then an app name would open that app. So there you go. If you're in the middle of a phone call, well you finish the phone call, you no longer have to go and wake the phone back up and hit the big red button. You can ask Siri to hang up. But that's something you have to turn on, and the instructions are in those notes that I gave you. You have to go to Settings, Siri and Search, Call Hang Up, and toggle the switch on. And then when you go, hey, S, hang up, or end the call, she will end the call. I like that one. It's a little bit sassy. Like, you're talking to someone, and then you say, hey, S, hang up on this person. (laughs) And they get to hear it. All right, they would hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, other things that you can do is, you know, turn on gaming focus, toggle dark mode, increase brightness, activate flashlight, invert colors. There's all sorts of useful stuff in there. So, uh, When we come back from this break, uh, Vicky has a few uh, questions about Siri. Okay, so again, that's item number 23 in the Tech Talk show notes. Stay with us. Welcome back to Tech Talk. Alan and David and Brian, you're asking some really good questions on the text. So if you haven't heard your question asked and answered, it's because I don't know the answer yet, and neither do Brian and David, so we're doing homework. The only one we've told you we don't know is Roger's Satellite Internet. That one I will definitely find the answer for you for next week. But there's four or five others here that I'm working on. In the meantime, back to the phone lines and Vicky. Hi, Vicky. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. How can we help? I have a few questions about Siri. Sure. I don't know what it is, but in the last six months, it seems that Siri is not acting the same way that she used to. That's true. She's had several significant upgrades. So in so what I'm noticing is I'll say, hey, Siri, um, send a text to Alan. Mm-hmm. And then she'll say, what do you like to say? And then I dictate the text, and then nothing. There's no repeat back of the text. Yes. No, would you like me to send the text? It just goes silent. So if are, you driving, perchance, actually, are you perchance in the car when you're doing this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this, let me show you where anybody else that's having this issue or wants to avoid this issue. Do you have your iPhone there, Vicki? Yeah. Okay. So go to settings okay. and go down about 15 in the third category, Siri and search. Okay. And now they've changed this, David, so i got to make sure I do this as well. So if you go down, there'll be listen for Hey S, press side button for S, allow S when locked, language, S voice. Siri responses is what you want, Vicky. Okay. Siri responses. And you will see there's a new category there. Prefer silent responses, automatic, or prefer spoken responses. You probably have yours on automatic. Yeah. Okay, tap prefer spoken responses. Siri will now speak responses, including when silent mode is on. Okay. There you go. And then you will also see two more switches. Always show Siri captions and always show speech. 
I turn on both of those. But that's totally up to you. What do they do? So when you show Siri captions, when you talk to her, you will see the words she's hearing appear on the screen so you can immediately spot whether she misunderstood you. Okay. Uh, well, sorry. The first one is you will see what Siri said. The second one always shows speech. That will show you what you said. Okay. So if you right. say a word that's a little unusual and she misunderstood it, you'll spot that right away. Okay. So it's up to you, but I would I would check prefer spoken responses and turn on always show Siri captions and always show Siri speech. Okay, perfect. Okay. And then another, so other times she'll say, what do you want to say? And then I tell her, and then I look down at the screen and there's just nothing there. It's like Siri's gone to bed. Yep, She's so not- try that now with those switches. That should fix that. Okay. Okay. There's a couple other new settings in there. If you back out of that one particular one on Siri response, click the word back in the top left. You'll also find that that's where the call hang up is. So you can turn on that switch if you want to be able to tell her to hang up on someone. Yeah. You'll also find a new setting for announce calls. So if, and they give you the choice of always headphones in car, headphones only and never. So David, if you're driving and somebody calls you, if you want, she will tell you incoming call from David Jones. Mm. Okay. And so that gives you those four switches of whether or not she will do it always, never, or headphones in car, headphones only. And you can change that at any moment. Okay. There's also one right below that called announce notifications. So again, if you drive a lot, this is really useful. She will avoid interrupting you and will listen after reading notifications so you can respond or take actions without saying, hey, S. So anything that would pop up on your screen as a notification, whether that's a news headline or a reminder to pick up milk when you go by Thrifty Foods or a text, anything that would pop up on your screen, you have a choice of whether or not you want those to be read out and when, like headphones, CarPlay, and even reply without confirmation. Okay. So, and you get to specifically control the apps where that works. So okay. If, so if you want to know that Air Canada has sent you a notification that your gate has changed, you can turn that on. If you do not want Amazon to notify you of something or whatever, you'll find every app you have on your phone will have an on-off switch that you can decide whether or not they're allowed to notify you out loud. Okay. So All a right. whole lot of new capability in there, and they don't always tell you about these things. They just change, and you go, that worked yesterday. What's this? Yeah, yeah. And, of course, all these changes came at the same time as I got a new phone. And yeah. There so you go. So I was like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah. The other question I had is sometimes I'll talk to Siri, and she sounds like Siri, and then her response back, um, like I'll say, hey, Siri, send a text. And she sounds like Siri. And then when she says, when she goes to say... Yeah, she comes, uh, sounds like a different voice. Yeah. That depends whether or not you have a good internet connection. That's called on-device processing. So if she doesn't have a good internet connection, she will use the voice that's built into the phone to do that. And there's other ways that you can change and override that. And that comes up under accessibility. It comes up under spoken content, under voices. Okay. Yeah, so... 
But yeah, that one's more just weird. But that warns you that you're in a low yeah. cell. You're in a low like, cell area. Yeah, because I none of my friends ever deal with that, and I'm like, why do I have two or three different series on my? Because phone? you've got a newer phone that has extra capability. In their case, they'll just be told uh, connect to the internet. Siri can't do that. Where your phone goes, oh, I can do that. I have built-in brain. Okay. There you go. Really good questions, Vicky. All right. Awesome. Thank Thanks. you. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Lots of fun stuff in the Tech Talk videos. One in particular you may have seen on the news or you may have read Jack Knox's column this week in the Times Columnist. Have you heard of a charity event called Letters Live? It features celebrities who read out brilliant and hilarious actual letters that people have written. They do this on stage. You spend money, buy tickets. Video number 40 features none other than Benedict Cumberbatch reading out a letter from a fellow in Halifax to the Empress Hotel here in Victoria asking the Empress to lift its lifetime ban on him staying there, a ban which resulted from an incident in which he left a large quantity of fresh pepperoni in his room and a huge flock of hungry seagulls got in through the partly open window (laughs) while he was out. I'm sure you have an image in your head. Now remember that I've just walked into the room and startled all of these birds. They immediately started flying around and crashing into things and as desperately as they could try to leave the room through the small opening by which they had entered. Less composed seagulls were attempting to leave through the other closed windows. And the result was a tornado of seagull excrement, feathers, pepperoni chunks, and fairly large birds whipping around the room. The lamps were falling, the curtains were trashed, the coffee table was just disgusting. <laughs> you have to go. It's, it's eight <laughs> minutes long. It's an absolutely uh, brilliant and no better than Bennett. Some people are upset that he's British, that he used a Canadian accent. Yeah, I heard He that. thought he should because it's a Canadian guy who's wrote sure. the letter. So he did. Yeah, uh, seagulls, um, pepperoni, it goes through their system. But wait, it gets worse. Oh, no. It gets much, much worse than that, including a blackout at the hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. So, uh, again, you can just go search that one uh, on YouTube. I put it in the show notes as item number 40, but you can just search YouTube for Benedict Cumberbatch reads a hilarious letter of apology to a hotel. How many people have seen that? Yeah. Just, uh, just another example of life being stranger than fiction. Yeah, but it yeah. was a brilliantly written letter. And I'll give you the spoiler alert, as Jack did in his column. Yes, they have rescinded their oh, that's li- nice. lifetime <laughs> ban, but with a couple conditions yeah. on there as no well. More, no more pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a bizarre letter. I just laughed. It's about eight minutes long and raised a lot of money for charity. That's why he agreed to let them read the letter. Uh-huh. More coming up after a break. Stay with us. Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Brian Pavlicic and David Jones next weekend as we preview the upcoming VMUG meeting, Atan Rubini will be with us from the Victoria oh, nice. Mac and iOS user group. Jeff's been waiting patiently on the phone line. Sorry, Jeff, there's a reflection on the screen. I didn't see your name there. How can we help? Thanks for waiting. Okay, no problem, Alan. Um, I have a Kaspersky internet security on my computer. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I signed up, well, probably three years ago and had a, like a 36 month. Um, yeah. They gave a, they gave a big discount if you got a three year package. Yeah. And then, um, last fall it was due for renewal. Um, but my credit card had changed and I thought, oh, I'm not going to worry about it. 
Good. I'm really glad you didn't. Kaspersky of now, well, David, is not Kaspersky from three years ago. Right. Well, the problem was I didn't worry about it, and they somehow were able to renew. What? Even yeah, though your because, credit card had expired? Well, the the the, the credit card had expired. The, 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 the um, renewal date. Right. It was the same credit card, but the... The month and year had just changed. Yeah, and they were stable, uh, still able to renew it? Somehow they were able to redo it. Okay. And How long ago and, was that? Uh, that was like uh, um, October. No, oh, like unfortunately, so, you only have 30 days with the credit card company to dispute that, and they would have reversed yeah. that, but not now. Yeah, so um, I have like 279 days remaining. Yeah. I would um, remove but, it from your computer. I'll see what David and Brian think. Kaspersky has got some political issues, um, some of the code. Uh, it's blocked from all Canadian and U.S. government computers. It's now, I believe, even blocked from U.S. consumer computers, not available for sale, because some of the code that they found the New York Times discovered was the same as code coming from GRU, the Russian uh, secret service, the successor to the KGB. Um, so well, it's yeah, not, and, yeah, but but uh, totally aside from that, it's just not very good at catching stuff. They've lost so much of their business because of this, and being based in Russia, uh, the people don't want to support what's happening in Russia or what's happening in Ukraine, and so yeah. therefore they've lost most of their staff. It's just not a very good product, and David, quite often we find that it actually blocks legitimate stuff. Like I had a client a few weeks ago, and she'd updated her Photoshop, and it wouldn't open. And yeah, we discovered false, false positives, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on some systems, it also dramatically, the current version, dramatically slows down your computer. It can take up to 30% of your power. And that seems to vary, uh, Brian, from processor to processor. Sometimes on Intel machines it will, on AMDs it won't, and vice versa. I've never been able to find a rhyme or reason, no. but... Yep. McAfee went the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So awful. strongly encourage you to go into your control panel and uninstall it and put in Malwarebytes Premium. Um, I buy the licenses in bulk because you've already paid for your renewal. If you want to text me, um, I'll get Brian to give you my number off there. I will supply you with a courtesy license, so at least you're not mm -hmm. having to to pay twice on oh, that that's one nice. there. Well, I get I get, buy them in bulk for people, and sometimes they only need two, and they buy a set of three, so I say, hey, can I share this license oh, with somebody? Yeah. So, oh, great. Yeah, so we'll do that. So anybody else that's writing Kaspersky, it used to be awesome in its day, yeah. but between the fact that it's Russian, the fact that code is there, but the biggest simple reason is just the effect on your machine. It blocks a bunch of stuff, it slows down, and it just doesn't catch stuff. I bet, Jeff, when you uninstall it, restart your computer, even if it doesn't ask you to, and put in malware bytes, you will discover it's going to find stuff. You know, when I was uh, working uh, for, for a living for somebody else, uh, we ran the enterprise version of Kapersky, and it mm -hmm. was it was awesome. It, uh, it had a lot of control features that uh, yeah. a lot of the other ones couldn't do, and for a cheaper price. Yes, yeah, so as I say, it used to be yeah. great. We tend to remember how things used to be, and we don't realize that they've changed. That's a really big one. Really glad you asked that. Okay. Uh, one other thing I want to do, there's a couple other really cool things that are in the homework videos uh, that are really kind of three. 
Um, and if you've ever taken piano lessons, I'm sure that you can name this tune. Yes, that is Beethoven's Fur Elise with the little <coughs> over the U, in this case played by a fellow named Stephen Artner. But in video number 44, he also reimagines how that classic tune would sound if it was arranged for Ragtime and Boogie Woogie. <laughs> oh no. This is a cr- that's a crime. <laughs> I like I don't know. I love people that are creative. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. If you're a piano player, if you've, particularly if you're an instructor, you can throw a curve at your students saying, okay, now you've mastered Furley's, try this version. There you go. Yes. One other musical one that is in there, video number 43 is by a fellow named Jared Halley, who makes his living doing a cappella covers of songs. In this case? This is oh, no, that's it. Go with that one. That's cool. If you like the music of BTS, you'll no doubt recognize this tune, but not the lyrics. That's the music of the worldwide BTS hit Dynamite, but with new lyrics by Tim Blay, Acapella Science. He's back after four years, remaking popular songs with uncannily accurate science lyrics. In this case, leukocyte, an homage to immunologists. He's going to do different levels of science in each one. Professors have reviewed the lyrics and say, yeah, He's right. He's on point. <laughs> yeah. If you don't remember, Tim, he had viral hits years ago with Bohemian Gravity, a string theory version of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, and Entropic Time, a reverse video based on Billy Joel's The Longest Time. When we say reverse video, he actually shot the video in reverse, so he had to learn how to sing all the words backwards because things because that's what entropic time is about. Right, that, that time flows in one direction towards entropy. The yeah. entropy increases. Yeah. yeah. And he always puts the lyrics, David, on the bottom of the screen so you can see what he's singing. But in this case, eggs uncrack, <laughs> balloons unpop, and various other things. And if you watch closely, you'll see, if you watch this video, um, and I put both of them linked in the show notes there, if you look, you'll see him looking off camera because he's got to look at the cue cards his mom is holding up because yep. he has to learn how to say these, sing these words backwards. Right, and it's probably not just as simple saying the word backwards, but saying it in the way that your mouth makes the opposite actions. So yeah. that you play forward, it looks... Yeah. Like you're saying the word. He's a genius. He yeah. disappeared for four years because it turned out, because he's doing parody songs, um, he doesn't make hardly any money off them because right. most of the money goes to the person that did the original song, in this case, BTS or Billy Joel's publishers. Hmm. So he's now got a Patreon account. And people are so impressed with his stuff that they're giving him money on Patreon so he can afford. So immunology is first one. He's back after four years, so... I wonder how he like how did Weird Al do it for all this time? I'm like Weird Al has a, I think a lot of money. Like he's yeah. not anyway. There must be a better way. Than well, that he actually YouTube releases taking. the the albums and gets licensing permission. Okay. From that one, it's oh, a lot oh, more okay, complicated when you're a big Al Yankovic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other okay. than YouTube. And the last one we'll do before we take a break is Jared Halley. Well, actually, yeah, this one here. So again, this is um, he makes his living doing acapella covers of songs. See if you recognize this one. Don't stop me. Now, don't stop 
me Cause I'm having a good time Having a good time What you can't see on the screen Is it's done, David, in 20 tracks yeah. You can see each of him Performing each of the tracks You see how he's making the sounds Yeah, the multi-track is, 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 is pretty yeah. cool But he's doing everything with his voice Or his foot in the case of the percussion <laughs> And doing covers Ridiculously hard. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everyone remembers. So there you go. That's 43. So 40, 43, and there's a bunch of others that Brian can't play uh, because they don't make any sense on the radio there as well. There's also a brilliantly executed three and a half minute single drone shot video by Jaybird Films showcasing the restaurants of the Atlas Restaurant Group in Maryland. Last week, Brian, you weren't here. We uh, did Boston Dynamics. They've taught their Ooh. Atlas robot to be able to figure out how to grab a bag of tools and get into position by moving things to toss them up to a worker on a scaffold. A lot oh, of people said... I, think I saw that. Okay, wow. yeah. So that one went yeah. viral, and I put it in 41B. But a lot of people said, okay, come on, how are you doing that? You're programming. You're running that, right? And they said, no, we taught it how to do this. So yeah. 41 is how they taught it to do it. And you'll see all the mistakes and the crashes, and that's why the robot looks so banged up. <laughs> this is a phenomenal breakthrough in robotics to teach a robot not just what to do, but how to change its environment if it can't do it. In this case, go and pick up a plank and put it across so you can get from A to B where you couldn't before. Oh, my goodness. And then oh. how to get down after you've thrown the toolbox. And this is all inside the device. It's not somebody with a joystick controlling it. Right, right. It's machine learning. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. fascinating stuff there. Are they are they calling uh, any any part of the project Skynet? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of there. And one that you've added down there, number forty-seven, Brian. Yeah, let's listen how relaxing this is. This is one of my. This is my this week's favorite uh, white noise video that we've been playing. It's uh, Autumn Cascades Forest Stream. It's a ten-hour stream in four K. Uh, of just these nice flowing stream and you watch the leaves flow by and yeah. it's beautiful and uh, go, go to YouTube setting. and search for The Silent Watcher and subscribe to the channel that's what mm. they do they make their money in the US you can actually get this as a channel on some of their cable services oh yeah and it's nothing but three, four, seven, ten hour videos no talking nothing like that my favorite is one of the one there's a there's a fire there's a um, campfire beside a, a river Oh, I saw. Yeah, I've seen that one. That, yeah. It's nice. I really enjoy the ones that are actually just one shot for ten yeah. hours. Um, some of them they kind of like go drone shots over yep. Norway or something. No, and Silent Watcher are all what are called lockdown shots. Plank the camera, go sit oh. in the chair, and babysit the shot and make sure. Yep. Oh, so, some of them I think like there's this snowy hats log cabin one. Let's see if they change the angles. Oh yes, some of them do. Yeah, but a lot okay. of them are lockdown okay. shots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, so. let's listen to what it sounds like. This is just heavy snow on log cabins. I like that. Yeah. It's actually a good, good sound system. Anyway, you can... Yeah, I leave those on. We have a kitty cat, and when Suzanne and I are out, we'll normally put... We either put bird TV on, yeah. one of the channels that's got squirrels and birds, and you go... Oh, okay. He's, so it's better with... We always don't like the birds or like dog sounds because it gets Georgie activated. We're like, no, 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 just white noise is good. But I guess for the cat, cats yeah. tend to like watch TV and get really into yeah. it. So we'll it's just sit there and your little tail will twitch and do that. So we'll <laughs> do that. But also, again, the relaxing ones there. Yeah, there's tons. So if you want ways to relax, then they're really good and they're all free. Hmm. Our dogs tend to bark when they hear doorbell sounds on the TV. Yeah. Oh, because the sound's so good. Yeah. 
Now, that's on YouTube. And the reason that we pay the money, this is one of the reasons we pay for YouTube Premium. So mm-hmm. that is one of more than 20 yep. streaming services. So while we take a break, see how many you can think of and see how many you've not heard of when we come back. As we continue on Tech Talk, quick one by email before we go through the streaming services for you, David, from Steve. We're planning to buy an external hard drive primarily to back up 20-plus years of photographs. Is there anything we need to know? I think two terabytes should keep us going for another 20 years, or should we simply get four terabytes and be done with it? I think you get four terabytes. Uh, You know, the prices have come down dramatically, but make sure you're getting a solid-state drive and not the the older mechanical-style drive because you'll get uh, better performance and speed and uh, a longer lifespan on that uh, that hard drive. And USB 3.2. Yes, this yeah. one there. If you're getting an SSD, you're probably going to be budget limited to two TB, uh, two terabytes. Mm-hmm. Four yeah. terabytes will will need a mortgage. That's amazing amount of computer chips to put into a little area. If you're going to, as long as you're going to back up the photograph, Steve. In other words, they're on the computer. This is a backup. Then yes, I would. To be honest, I would spend. I would save the money and get a spinning four terabyte. But I'd get two of them. Okay. It, because if you're going to take them off the computer and keep them only on that backup drive, what happens if it fails? Yeah, exactly. So get two and have it copied to both. That way you've got 50% red- redundancy. That would probably be safer. If you're keeping them on the computer and you're also just making a backup onto the drive, then yeah, not a problem, just one. But if that's the only place they're going to be is going to be on that drive, please put them on two. Back up the backup. Yeah, that's exactly it. Okay, so um, there are now more than 20 streaming services. In the show notes, I put a really uh, great uh, summary of all the different ones, and so you can see which ones would work for you. Item number 16 in the show notes, but let's see, guys, how many can you can you name? There's, there's the obvious ones. Well, YouTube, Netflix, uh, there's Crave, yep. there's uh, Amazon Prime, there's Four. Apple TV, Five, Disney Plus, six, uh, Discovery Plus, seven, uh, there's Yulu, um, oh, Knowledge. Uh, oh, you now you're getting into the fringe ones, yes. Oh, there's, isn't that DAZN? Is that counted in Canada? No, that's not. They don't stream shows. They just stream sports. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sports doesn't count. So, CBC but, Gem. CBC Gem. Oh, Paramount Plus. Uh, the horror movie Plus. one. Yeah. Oh, uh, Shudder. Shudder, thank you. There you go. Um, for British? Uh, BritBox is Brit- the f- most favorite one. And the other one, if you don't like the shows they have, Acorn. Oh, and there's a new, what's TV. the new free one? Tubi is the new Tubi. free Tubi. one. Tubi. Yeah. By the way, if That's you have one of the Shaw Blue Curve apps, you will now discover, lo and behold, if you press the apps button you will discover that Apple TV Plus and Tubi have now been added right there. Good. So you don't need a smart TV. You can also just use the button, press them, hold the blue button, and say, watch Tubi or watch Apple TV Plus, watch Amazon Prime. They're Perfect. all there. Uh, there's a couple others that are available in Canada. Shudder, if you're into horror movies, four seventy five a month with a seven-day free trial. Nebula, which is education-focused streaming service. Curiosity Stream, documentary service. History Vault is a streaming service being offered now by the History Channel. Mm. Out TV for LGBTQ plus 
Also, the Criterion Channel offers a thousand mm. classic and con- contemporary films. Those are all the other ones. There are the ones that we mentioned, um, like Tubi. There's also Blue Ant Media. Whole bunch of them. So again, uh, if you don't want to pay for TV and have some extra money to spend to find the stuff you want, there's enough niche ones out there. So item number sixteen in in the show notes there. One other. When we come back. Uh, We have three automotive things to tell you about. Automotive tech news that's in the show notes. Number 20, Amsterdam has just opened the first of two underwater parking garages, which together will hold about 11,000 bicycles and not a single car. I hope they have glass walls. That would be so cool. (laughs) Number 19, Tesla's much-talked-about Cybertruck now won't start mass production until sometime next year. Limited production will begin in Texas this summer. Gosh. But the big one, Mercedes-Benz, has become the first automaker to bring Level 3 automated driving to the USA. It's called Drive Pilot. It's been approved for use in Nevada. Only it speeds up to 60 kilometers per hour. Yes, you can play Tetris while cruising down the highway, <laughs> but you have to make sure your face stays visible to the camera, David, or the system disengages. Yeah. You don't have to be looking at it, but your face has to be in the frame. Yeah, you, just to make sure you're not lying down and yeah. going to sleep. So that's <laughs> level three. So I thought very briefly, the levels of automation are defined by SAE, the Society of Automotive Engineers. There are five levels. Most of us grew up with level zero, no automation. And I recently uh, uh, was party to a, a rental car for a week that was uh, level one. So I, I discovered that yeah. just uh, by accident that uh, it had lane assist and then also had uh, hands-free driving assist. Yeah, so okay. it will steer for you, but if you take your hands off the wheel after it steers a couple times, it goes, driver, hands on wheel, or okay. it'll yep. shudder. Yep. So, so level one is hands-on shared control. Level two is t- is hands-off. Yeah. But I guess it's not cool level two if you can't do it for longer than a few minutes. Yeah. That's right. So, so that's, okay. what ha- that's, that's what my Honda Fit has that, David. The, share, the yeah. shared control. Yeah. Yeah. So level three is eyes off. You still have to be present. You can't be drunk. <laughs> you have yeah. to be able to take over at a moment's notice. The okay. big four is mind off. That's where we're headed later this year. Several companies say they think they'll get there. That's a huge leap from level three. And then finally, level five, steering wheel optional. Amazing. That's what I want. I never want... That's (laughs) probably two or three years away. But there you go. Those are are the five levels there. Okay. Got to get out of here. David, thanks for coming in from Sydney to join us. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. David is a certified tech... His wife says he should be certified sometimes, but no. <laughs> Sorry, Brenda. Um, but yeah, you'll find David's contact info in the show notes along with his picture. Brian, so good to have you back. Thank you. It's so good to be back. Go home, have a nap. Yes. <laughs> Change diapers, feed baby, and we'll have a name hopefully next weekend. Well, better yet, yeah, stay hopefully. stay here and have a nap. <laughs> I can't. I, I finished a whole carafe of coffee. <laughs> we'll, leave, we'll leave you with Stephen Artner performing uh, Boogie Woogie and Ragtime versions of Beethoven's Furelis. Enjoy the rest of your second half of the Chinese Lunar New Year. <laughs>